0: To tell me that you went home and swiped the ball that was signed by Babe Ruth. And you brought it out here and actually played with it? And actually played with it? Yeah. Are you
1: one of those people that has to know how much the Babe Ruth ball is actually worth?
2: I was going to bring it
0: back. But it was signed by Babe Ruth. Yeah. You keep telling me that. Who is she?
1: We'll keep
2: it right here because today is your lucky day.
0: The Sultan of Clowns. King of Crack, The Colossus of Cloud, The Colossus of Cloud! Babe, Babe Ruth.
1: It's time for Sports Collecting with Tom Morgan, sponsored by ERC Delivery and Huggins & Scott Auctions.
2: The Great Bambino! Good morning, everybody. I'm Tom Morgan with
3: Vince. Well, many of ERC Delivery, Bill Huggins of Huggins & Scott Auctions, and our producer, Erica Ostrowski. We're on every Saturday morning from 7 to 8 a.m. Central Time, taking your questions about the value of your collectibles. The number here is 312-332-3776. You can give us a call if you have an item you think might have some value. Uh, We are going to give you some items that are running in the upcoming Huggins & Scott auction. Some items that came in at Triple Crown this week. This was actually kind of a neat collection. I took in a nice Upper Deck Authenticated collection this week. And it had a Scotty Pippen signed basketball. It had a Michael Jordan Upper Deck Authenticated signed jersey. And it had a Michael Jordan... It had a, a Upper Deck hologram on it signed shoes... But it didn't have the cert with it. So it it looked like, I think, doing some research, I'm not a big shoe guy, but I think the shoes were Air Jordan 12s, maybe. Oh, nice. Which came out around 1996. And I, I called, it was before, when you have an older hologram, they don't have the authenticity online. So I called Upper Deck and gave them the number that was on the cert. And they said this was a, a shoe he signed at a 1999 camp. Oh, really? And if they were Air Jordan 12s, those came out in, uh, let's see, I think 1996. So it's pretty cool. Very nice. So, so yeah, Very so nice. that, that worked. <laughs> so that was <laughs> nice. Something worked, anyway. That was good. <laughs> We've had a f- fun morning here, people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Things are, are working, <laughs> but yep. we get, we're on. We adjust. So, Bill Huggins, you're back.
0: Yes, back from our uh, hiatus last week. My daughter got married in New Haven. She's off to her honeymoon in Greece right now.
3: Ooh, nice. Congratulations, Bill. Yeah. Yeah, thank you. Very nice. So it was a good time?
0: It sure was, yeah. Everybody had a good time. It was a outdoor wedding, and they had the reception at the Yale Graduate Club there. Her and her husband now both graduated from Yale, so... Very nice.
1: Very cool. Well, we missed you, yeah. Bill. We missed you very much. Yeah, we did. <laughs>
3: yeah. Gosh, I, I, you know, I have to hear the podcast of the... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, there was, I, I forget it. what the item was, but there was one item specifically, and I was like, oh, I wish Bill was yes. here. He'd have an yes. answer for that one for sure. And yes. we, we were like, uh, well, I don't, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so the number is 312-332-3776. You can call us or you can tweet a picture of an item. T-Crown Tom is my Twitter ID, and if we use it on the show, that uh, if I like it, we'll use it on the show, try to give you an estimate of the value of the item. So now some other things that came in. Another upper-deck authenticated item that was brought in through T-Crown that's going to be in the July-August Huggins & Scott auction, a LeBron James 2003 Rookie of the Month signed jersey number to 23, his stuff's still very strong price-wise. And then from golf, I sent in a 2002 Tiger Woods Upper Deck SP Game News scorecard autograph card. Really? That was back in the days yes. when Upper Deck was doing golf. That that stuff was great stuff. So it'll be interesting to see how that does. Now, the U.S. Open's going on. I think Tiger made the cut, but yeah. he's kind of just hanging around right now. Um Gary Woodland took the lead yesterday. Which, came out of nowhere. Yeah, to but do that. you know they were saying on television that he it was set up really good for him where he when he played his right. nine his first nine how he was coming up so they kind of predicted it on on television in in fantasy golf I took Rory ah. I, I did strategy here Vince now listen <laughs> to the strategy so. Justin Rose, in the second half, everybody ahead of me still had Justin Rose available, so I figured they're all going to pick him. So I could pick him and stay even with them and still be 10th in the second half, or I could take Rory, who's been playing very well lately. None of them had him, so I I knew they're not going to take him. And then take my chances. So I'm really rooting for Rory yeah, this he's week. He's sitting
1: just a few back. And he's been—I'll so. tell you—he won the Canadian Open he last did. week. He or got the the week a 61 yep. on
3: Sunday, and he's hitting the ball really well. You just never know with him on his putting. He's a type of guy when he gets hot, he's on fire. Yeah. And when he gets cold, he can kind of just be like, oh, throw his arms up in the air and you never know. So,
1: but he's fun to watch,
3: especially he, he's when he's really, frustrated
1: or something. Oh, it yeah. You so never animated. know. Yes. Not
3: quite to the point of, of yeah. the Rominator, but yeah. <laughs> that rom really goes nuts. I feel when, a little
1: bad this week. I took Justin Rose on, like, Tuesday I put my pick in Justin Rose. Oh, yeah. And so then Thursday rounds go off, goes off. He leads it after Thursday, and then I'm like, oh, geez. Yeah, and then you
3: know everybody. Yeah. Paid, yeah. I was surprised how many people still had him. Yep. Yeah, I've been working. The whole strategy for me was to try you to win the, the second, second half because yeah. my, my first half had no <laughs> no chance, no chance whatsoever. That should be a fun finish. Yeah, it really should. Okay, now some other items that are going to be in the Huggins and Scott auction. This the bidding begins. I believe it's July twenty eighth. Bill on all the items. Is that how it works? And then it goes for till like the first week in August through through that. Yeah, it starts Friday,
0: July 28th and ends Thursday, August 8th.
3: Okay, and and a, a week of that time you'll be set up at the National in Rosemont with a lot of those items on display.
0: Oh, yeah. We will have several hundred items or more at the, at the National that are on display and eligible to be bid on right then and there. We have a lot of people who normally come up to us at shows when we're displaying stuff in an auction. They go, how much is that? I go, oh, well... That's in our next auction. They're like, oh well, okay. <laughs> now I tell well, it's currently at five hundred. You want to be five fifty? And they're like, Well, yes, I do. How do I do that? You
3: know? Yeah. Well, very um, good. Well, we just mentioned some of the newer items that have been sent in from uh, you know, the last twenty years or so. Here's a little bit older item. 1888, N twenty eight, Allen and Ginter, Charles Comiskey graded PSA 7 that's a for an 1888 card that's a high grade that's pretty cool I did a little research on Charles Comiskey here (laughs) on some of these guys it's like I'm thinking did this guy ever actually play he did uh he lived from 1859 to 1931 he started his career as a pitcher had some arm trouble and moved to first base He supposedly was the first to play hitters off of first base. So, like, he stepped away from the base so he could cover more grounders. That Mm. that was Charles Comiskey was the first guy to think, hey, maybe if I don't just stay here, like, (laughs) anchored to first, I might catch a grounder once in a while. So he was the first to do that. Kind of just an average hitter. His 162 game average, 264. A two ninety three on base percentage. He wouldn't a he wouldn't work <laughs> now and eighty two ops plus not 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 that good. And then he owned the White Sox. He had an eight eight thirty nine and five forty two record as a manager. He owned the White Sox from nineteen hundred till his death in nineteen thirty one. Nineteen ten, they built the old Comiskey Park, which I used to go to quite a bit in the seventies. That was a lot of fun, and. He was the owner, of course, during the Black Sox scandal. Considered very stingy. Listen to this. This <laughs> might have been what really got the whole Black Sox thing going. Eddie Seacott was promised 10000 if he hit 30 wins in 1919. He gets the 29 wins and they bench him, oh. saying that they want to rest him for the playoffs. Oh. So 10000 then... Okay, what? Well, at the break, I'll really, do that. Really, do we have to thing. do that? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> ten thousand in nineteen nineteen. hundred. Oh. That'll actually be a good one. So anyway, he was benched, held off at twenty nine wins, didn't get the ten thousand dollar bonus. So then they did the you know they did the deal yeah. with the gamblers and and the rest was was well, Seacott,
1: uh, kind of one of the leaders behind it all. I think he all, was
3: actually got other
1: people involved. Yeah, and I think
3: convinced he Bill, isn't that the way you understand that that Seacott was like kind of the ringleader of that whole thing?
0: Well, he was the one, from what I, if I remember correctly, that uh, in the first inning the deal was he had to hit the first guy. And if he hit him, then the the fix was in. And so, he
3: wow. sure did. So I bet he did do the deal. I bet he was angry that they didn't uh, give him his bonus, wow. and I, he probably had been contacted, wasn't going to do it, and then was like, "That's it, we're doing it. We're doing the deal." <laughs> Got some other guys Man. in. Now, supposedly, Shoeless Joe was oblivious. Like, yeah. they got him in on the deal. He didn't even really know what was going did on. Did he have a pretty good series, too, George really Jackson? He a good series. Yeah. So yeah. I don't know if he did, or maybe he agreed to it just to be nice. You know, who knows? Or maybe he really was in on it. We'll we'll never know for sure on that one, I guess. But that's the story with that one. So that that was kind of an interesting background. I had yeah. never heard that before, just in that way. It might have been in the in the movie or something. I don't know. But I had never heard it before. So, you know, on uh listen to this story now. <laughs> <laughs> I had I've had this I must have pulled it in a split last year. I think we did a flawless baseball split and I pulled a real nice Shohei Otani jumbo patch card, like a multicolored patch. It looks like it's off the the team logo or something. A, a real nice color patch. And I was keeping it, and then I tried it one time on eBay with a real high, like buy it now, best offer, didn't get anything I wanted. So I just put it away, he got hurt. Now he's back. So Thursday, I listed on eBay again with a $229 minimum bid, thinking if it doesn't at least get that, I'd rather right, keep it. Right. I, I've kept some Otani stuff. I love his swing. So Friday morning... uh my wife is sitting reading the paper on her computer, and I'm doing some things on my computer looking at updating my website and I said something about Otani and she goes, "Oh, did you hear what what about Otani last night?" And I was like, "Oh no, did he get hurt? I just listed a thing on eBay she goes <laughs> she goes. No, he did something like he hit for something called the circuit or something. <laughs> I'm like, the circuit? You mean the cycle? cycle. <laughs> and, it, and she goes, yeah, that, that's I think it, that was it. it. So I looked it up, and he was the first, that night, he was the first Japanese-born player to ever hit for the cycle. Really? Wow. Yeah, isn't that something? That is very cool. Yeah, so that, that was pretty neat. Cool. Good timing to put the card Absolutely. on. Absolutely. had Maybe you gotten I, any
1: offers, or did it well, start the bidding already 29 actually,
3: at the, the reason I brought it up to her was somebody on eBay that, had that morning, or it was maybe late that night, had offered me one hundred fifty and said, "You know, I don't think you're ever going to get two twenty nine, but I'll give you one fifty for it." And before I even know, knew he hit for the circuit. <laughs> before I knew he hit for the cycle, I got back to him. and I said, "You know, if I don't get two twenty nine, I'm actually very happy just hanging on to this. It's one of those things. Yeah, Sometimes just, you do that. Yep. You put them on if you get." A, a price that you're comfortable with. You get rid of it. If not, you just put it in your collection. Yep, you know, yep. and, and that's and got to display
1: happens. pretty well with all those different colors you were yeah, talking about. Yeah,
3: it's it's it was a really nice looking card. So cool. yeah, awesome. So that's one of those things.
1: Well, hey, to hit for the circuit, that's yeah. pretty
0: impressive. Not everybody hits for the circuit. <laughs> it's kind of rare. Not
3: every day. <laughs> He's got such a nice swing. They he does. did a, uh, his swing next to Bryce Harper last summer, and saying how they they're. they're Swings were really very similar, but I actually liked Otani's better because he had less head movement, yep, you know, yep, so. Yep. So are you guys missing Bryce Harper in Washington, Bill, or are you okay that he's gone? I mean, he's not having a great year. Was he Was he more of a pain, or did you like having him on the team? How is it with him gone now?
0: Oh, we'd, we'd love to have him back. I mean how, yeah. mean, how would you not want Bryce Harper on your team? Like, you know, he, he he puts fans in the seats, and, you know, he also – You know, he he may have some slumps now and then, but he's got a lot of talent. He's not done yet.
3: You know, statistically and kind of the way where you said he puts fans in the seats, he compares a lot to me of what Reggie Jackson was back in the late 60s and 70s.
1: The straw that turns the drink. Yeah, you know, a big power guy,
3: not a high batting average, big power guy, gets a lot of walks, not a great outfielder, but an okay outfielder. So, uh... You know he's definitely a fan draw. He and he he putting him in your lineup, he makes the pitcher work. I mean he he gets a lot of walks, he gets on base a lot, and he can always hit the monster home run. So yep. I don't know. I think uh, Phillies in first, aren't they? Or they're doing well with them. I think Phillies and Braves are battling it out for first in that division. So
1: yeah, we have um, Atlanta. Up by two and a half on Philly. Oh, are they really? And Mets are seven and a half back. Okay, your Washington team, <laughs> Bill, is five games under five hundred. They going to turn it around?
0: Well, gosh, I, you know, they <laughs> gosh, who would have thought Max Scherzer would start out the year one and seven or something That's like? Yeah, well, he's
3: four and five now. Actually, the last oh, okay. month or so, they've been scoring more runs for him. He's on my fantasy team, so I, <laughs> I'm very up to date with him, closely. him. and he's been he's pitching fine. It's just they. There are two things. They don't score him a lot of runs, and their bullpen is not very good. Well, oh, they, they've, they've blown five leads for him, I know, at oh, least. In they, yes, the, yeah. the, it is a, a, it's got to be maybe the worst bullpen in baseball. Well, it's time for a short break. The numbers three one two three three two three seven seven six. 312-332-3776. If you give us a call, if you have an item you think might be good in an auction, and we'll give you an estimate of what it might be worth. Hang in there. We'll be right back. Sports Collecting with Tom Morgan. Sponsored by ercdelivery.com and Huggins & Scott Auctions on ESPN 1000 and ESPNChicago.com. Welcome back. I'm Tom Morgan with Vince Clementi of ERC Delivery, Bill Huggins of Huggins & Scott Auctions, and our producer, Eric Ostrowski. We're on every Saturday morning from 7 to 8 talking about the value of collectibles. You can call us 312 332 377 Six, if you have an item you think might be valuable, and we'll try to give you an estimate of what it might sell for in a current Huggins & Scott auction, or if it would even be worth putting in an auction, and you can tweet a picture of an item. T-Crown Tom is my Twitter ID. Mark on Twitter sent me some info. This is good info. The ringleaders of the Black Sox scandal were Chick Gandel and Swede Risberg. However, Eddie Seacat was the player the gamblers wanted in the bag, or there would have been no fix. Oh, really? So he must have been the the key guy, and that's why the whole thing where if he hits the first guy, yep. everybody knows it's yep. on. Then, oh, that, isn't that something? That is, yeah, that is very Well, it's kind
1: of you know it, Babe Ruth coming along after that is really kind of what they think. I think saved baseball in a lot of ways. Yeah, kind of made them forget.
3: Right. That's like the the whole Ripken thing yep. breaking the record kind of got the After bad the taste strike. of the strike and yeah. I mean basically that cost them the world, the World Series right there. That strike. There yeah, was absolutely. no World Series. But that
1: here. kind of brought Michael Jordan back to basketball because that interrupted his attempt at having a baseball career. They were
3: trying to use him basically yep. as yep. as a yeah PR for, and he didn't want any part no. of that. So yeah, that was good. I'm glad that happened <laughs> for sure. Yeah, <laughs> from that standpoint, yep. I'm glad. So let's see here. Now, what are some other things that we have coming in? that are in the Huggins and Scott auction. We've got, uh, let's see here. This is another kind of... Well, you know what? Before we do that, I think, <laughs> let's just go here.
1: <laughs> and away we go. Yeah.
3: <laughs> Vince has been losing sleep over this, oh, which geez. ended higher. Coming it's not the seconds. only thing he's been losing. <laughs> Th- thanks, Eric. Appreciate <laughs> it, buddy. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, <laughs> okay, now the the idea of this game and i bill i hear i I guess your your wife plays my wife plays at home bill i i didn't know till uh you told me that your wife plays every week too how's her record Uh been
0: Oh gosh, you know I'm not I'm not sure, but she's got to be on par with Vince,
1: right?
0: You know, <laughs> can't, can't be worse. I
1: don't think. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate that.
0: Yeah. But
1: this is a new week. Remember, a lifetime Cub fan, so yeah. you know there's always hope for
3: tomorrow. The shots are coming from everywhere. <laughs> this is a surprise. Today's Vince's oh. birthday. Oh, so Vince is going to automatically get the first pick out of this <laughs> leaf flash football box. Okay, thank you. Even if. Uh, By some stretch of the imagination, he doesn't get this right. He's still going to get first pick. Eric, if you get it right, you get the second pick. If you don't, I get the second. Pick. I like this because this leaves me an out. If I lose, <laughs> yeah. I'm being nice. Happy birthday! Yeah. If I win, no mercy. Happy birthday! Yeah. Gosh, I so, don't like that exactly. So we absolutely <laughs> know that he's not going to be losing on on purpose. Okay, well, so that's all set. And Bill, by the if we get past the third hit, it's not worth sending to you. So <laughs> we we won't we won't you won't get anything out of this. Unfortunately, there you go. <laughs> Okay, I've got to have. I'll be have to get this. I'll work on getting this open while we're doing which ended higher. Cut me, Mick. Okay, cut me. <laughs> cut me Mick. That's right. Cut me, Mick. <laughs> okay, the first item, and I switched the first item. I was originally going to do something that I thought would make this harder.
1: Why are you adding that information? So I did this
3: <laughs> not to play with anybody's hat. I'm just saying. I thought maybe this would make it a little easier doing not doing the first item. Okay, the first item is a 1972 Topps football Series 2 unopened wax pack with a Staubach rookie on the back, and it's graded PSA 8. That's pretty nice. Second item, 1968 Beatles Yellow Submarine One-Sheet Movie Poster VGX Condition. So that's the 1968 Beatles from the movie... Yellow submarine, a one-sheet movie poster, and the third item: Mickey Mantle boldly signed 1959 Topps All-Star card number five sixty-four. It's the autograph is PSA DNA authentic. The card isn't graded, but but the auction uh, described it as the signature a nine ten, so it's a very nice signature. And the card was VG, the 1959 Topps All-Star card signed by Mickey Mantle. All right. So, So, Vince, are you going first? I'm
1: absolutely going first. I'm just not going to let Eric pick first. I just can't do it. I can't do it. You sure? I am 100% certain. So, I would love to have that 72 unopened pack. You know what I'd like to do with that pack. (laughs) Open it. Even with the Staubach rookie, (laughs) that'd be very, very cool. But considering I went and saw Paul McCartney this week... I'm going to go with the 68 Beatles Yellow Submarine One Page.
3: How was it that?
1: There we go. It yes. That was an amazing concert. It, yeah. He played like 30 straight songs uh, for three and a half hours, five encores, and didn't take a
3: break. And It was amazing. Oh, Absolutely awesome. amazing. That's
1: awesome. So I'm going to go with that 1968 Yellow Submarine.
3: Okay, Eric? Okay, that's... I don't think I was going to go with because... Um, I'm going to go with the mantle signature that is supposed to be
0: a 9 or 10.
3: Ah. Yes, it's a well... <laughs> okay. And the winner is... You're right. No one. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so really? Basically, oh, I'm the winner <laughs> in this one. I'm the winner because I get the second pick. <laughs> okay. Oh. No, so, that's okay. Now, here's the cards. You want to give us the
1: uh, the values? Do you have those handy? But, I, we or, don't have ah.
3: values, but I've got the cards. I'm pretty sure I know what you're going to take for the first pick. Okay. Usually, the bottom card's the best card. It's, but Benny Snell. So I'm on. I'm here on the NFL.com draft tracker. Benny Snell, a running back, was drafted in the fourth round went to the Steelers. Okay. Had a really
0: good college career.
3: Yeah. So that's the that autograph is numbered to 50.
1: Where did he go to school, Eric? Kentucky. Ah, Kentucky, gotcha.
3: correct. Now, David Montgomery is an autograph redemption. Oh. David Montgomery, of course, love is him. the Bears first pick. You don't like him
1: though. Oh, I, I love do. him a lot. He's going to be great in that offense. Okay, so He's you gonna you're not going to leave
3: that to second. Well, okay. We'll see. <laughs> see what's left. The third pick, I, usually the bottom couple are the best, so we'll see. <laughs> the third pick is Anthony Johnson. Okay. AJ? Anthony Johnson didn't get drafted, so we'll we'll give that to Eric. <laughs> you wait. You wait. His <laughs> no, come do, up is coming. You do get the third pick, Eric, so you can pick it. I think that right now it looks like Benny Snell and David Johnson or uh David Montgomery. Okay, here's one. Now this one is numbered to twenty five. Miles Sanders. So that's not hmm. a bad card. Eric's going to get a decent card here. Miles Sanders went in the second round. Hmm. Actually, I think...
1: That might be second I pick. think
3: Benny and the Snells might <laughs> be going to Eric. I think I'm taking Miles. Look at this, Vince. You sure you don't want that first? Number to 25? I don't know. That's a pretty well, nice that's card. That's a
1: nice card. Uh, I'm not going to pass on Montgomery unless that last <laughs> card there <laughs> okay, is... Uh, okay, okay. Set it
3: back. Set it back. <laughs> and we have one more... That I don't think is going to be it. We've got Jordan Scarlett. This is out of Leaf Flash Football. It has five autographs. I have them in a T-crown. Oh. That's all it is—is is five autograph cards. Jordan Scarlett, the fifth rounder to the Carolina Panthers. What
1: position does Scarlett play?
3: Another running back. Oh, okay. it's a, it was cool. a heavy running back box. So you're well, doing, the I'm redou- doing the Montgomery. Absolutely okay. doing the Montgomery. And thank
1: you for the birthday present. And I appreciate I'm, it.
3: You're welcome. <clears throat> I'm doing the Miles Sanders.
1: Benny Snell, then, for me.
3: Benny Snell. Yep. Vince, do you want the last couple here?
1: Yeah. I'll, I'll go with uh, Scarlet.
3: You can have the last two. Oh, thank
1: okay. you very much. Appreciate I got it.
3: I got Miles Sanders out of the deal. I'm good with that. Colonel's
1: I, grandson.
3: Yeah, I think I'm going to have <laughs> the the Colonel's going to be on my most watched list now.
1: That'd be a cool nickname for him, I think.
3: Yes, yeah. it, it would. Leap Flash Football. That was fun. It's a good product. Yeah, and it was really fun because... Neither of you guys won, yeah. and I got the second Do we pick. have the
1: ending auction values on those, or on, on the, the three from the, what they went for in the auction? Mm, oh, no. No, in eBay, you mean? No, no, no. in the it got auction. Oh, oh. What the oh, final if, numbers were. I That's I what I was asking you. I forgot about which
3: ended higher. I'm like, I don't, you know,
1: I, I don't have Betty <laughs> Snell's latest,
3: latest no, pricing. <laughs> wanting
1: to know the values of <laughs> okay. the... Uh,
3: Here's the pricing. <laughs> The Yellow Submarine was the lowest Thank price you one. Very much. Isn't that the one you picked? Vince? It was okay, seven hundred twenty-five dollars. The next two were very close: the Mantle thirteen hundred, and the seventy-two Tops Football. Unopened wax pack with Staubach on the back, PSA 8. I tried to give you all the hints in the world. I know. $1,400. $1, well,
1: that's pretty good. That that, a that, lot
3: those fun. are tough. Yeah, they, they really are because they're all kind of in. Now, this one, we did move one of them that was. Well, quite you knew I
1: went to the concert this week, so I think maybe
3: you kind of threw
1: in for a little diversion.
3: <laughs> uh, yeah, maybe. Maybe not. We don't know. Playing with the mind. Oh, and we've got. You know, Lurch is kinda I think he might be taking a break this. He's not gonna he's not gonna let every caller come in. He's just gonna do it once in a while. He's he told me over during the week he was getting he a little really? tired. Yeah. <laughs> once or twice a show, that's it. Rudy from Sycamore is on the line. What do you have there, Rudy? All
2: right. Uh I've got a fiftieth anniversary black, red pinstripe, Michael Jordan jersey signed by the whole team. Ooh,
3: that's nice. Does it have yeah. Phil Jackson on there also?
2: Correct. Yes.
3: That's nice, boy. That's got to be. I would think just without looking any of those up. I'm thinking maybe two to three grand for that. Uh, now, is it numbered?
2: Uh, Serial it number. Not. So I, I, bought a, I bought basically a storage unit, um, and it had. The guy who owned the unit had a sports memorabilia shop in St. Charles.
3: Oh, wow, wow. So I've
2: got a ton of signature stuff. That's wow. that's
3: that's the unit that you want to buy? That's <laughs> that, the dream of it yeah. all. <laughs> how much did you have to pay for your spot in that?
2: Uh, I paid five grand for the whole thing.
3: Ooh wow. How many, how many items did you end up with?
2: Uh filled a uh 20 foot covered trailer from head to toe and that wasn't enough wow
3: oh my wow <laughs> well this one would would take a, a good chunk of that five grand uh without a doubt now did you say that was upper deck authenticated where it's got the upper deck hologram and and the little cert with it Unfortunately,
2: I don't have any authentication on that one.
3: I wonder if it has the little hologram on it. Sometimes, without that, you know, you still have the authenticity from the hologram, at least. Now, Bill, let's say, like for instance, on those Jordan shoes where the hologram's on there, and you call Upper Deck and they say, do you still get JSA or PSA DNA to authenticate that, or is that good enough for the auction? Oh, that's it's fine. There's
0: a lot of people who have misplaced the yeah. little uh, little thing over the years. And and as far as his team signed jersey goes, I don't think that that upper deck did team sign stuff because they would have to have all the players under contract. Yeah, that's that. true. But I think that they just have Jordan.
3: Yeah. yeah. Hmm. So I wonder if I wonder if was a Jordan upper deck authenticated that that somebody got the rest of them on there or what? But that would definitely have to be authenticated. All all the autographs on that. Now. Right. And so, like, if you were sending it to Huggins... Bill, you would want that in a Huggins & Scott auction, correct, if it looks like... Oh, if we could get a
0: full letter from JSA on that, absolutely. And I think your your two to $3,000 estimate is at least, if not possibly more. Especially yeah. with, like, you asked him if it's got
3: Bill Jackson on it. Yeah. So- And you you see a lot of team signed balls, but not a lot of team-side jerseys. That could pay for the whole unit you bought. Yeah, wouldn't that be something? Yeah. Listen to Rudy chuckling over there. Like, yeah. And he's got, you know what's... That's going off in his mind. He's chuckling. He's all good with it. I've had more people coming in with stuff from buying out these things. That's cool. That that seems to be kind of a, a, a thing now, huh? Buying out those storage units that... What is it that a guy just stopped paying for it and decided to walk away from it so they auctioned it off?
2: Yeah, well, no, this wasn't an auction. This was in a leased building. I found out about it and went and looked at everything um, and made him an offer, and they said, can you have it out by Sunday? And it was <laughs> Thursday, and I <I'm>
3: said, sure. <laughs> All right, well, very good. We're already time for another short break here. The number is 312-332-3776. If you have an item you think might be good in an auction, give us a call. If it might be worth putting in a Huggins & Scott auction, we'll try to give you an estimate of what it might sell for in a current auction. And you can also tweet a picture of an item. T-Crown Tom is my Twitter ID. Tweet it to my attention. And hang in there. We'll be right back. We're on until 8 o'clock. Now back to Sports Collecting with Tom Morgan. Welcome back. I'm Tom Morgan with Vince Clemeny of ERC Delivery, Bill Huggins of Huggins & Scott Auctions, and our producer, Eric Ostrowski. We're on every Saturday from 7 to 8. You can call us with questions about the value of your collectibles. Next week, as a guest, I want to make sure I let people know about this. We're going to have Graham Elliott, celebrity chef Graham Elliott. He's got a new show starting on ABC TV on June twentieth, so if you're watching the draft DVR, this new show, it's a family food fight. So I guess oh, that
1: sounds like a lot of fun.
3: He and another celebrity chef, and I think Steph Curry's wife, are the judges of this show. And That's then awesome. he can tell us more about it next week. But I want to watch. it. I'm going to DVR. That it sounds for like sure. a lot of fun. The the NBA draft is also. I you know I'm going to be <laughs> at least until the Bulls pick. I'm going to be all over that. Why it's like. Depending on who's still available when the Bulls pick at seven, they could be doing some sort of trade. They could be in on a three-team trade yeah. with Anthony Davis. There's all kinds of rumors Where Davis around. might
1: come to Chicago? I, that, that
3: hasn't been yeah. in as one of the rumors. I, I, I don't think that's going to happen, but I guess you, you never, never know. know. Yep. He is from this area. You never know so until you know. You don't know until <laughs> you know. That's right. I got a nice... Uh, Via Twitter here, Scooby, nice card, Scooby. He's got a Bronco Nagurski, Red Grange, and Walter Payton. One, oh, it just turns out, I asked him what this was, number two. Scooby, it's a 101. Wow,
2: that's created nice. Graded
3: Beckett 9.5 with nine average autographs. Boy, that's got to be, I think, a one-on-one of that's over a couple grand. Bill, what do you think? This is a really nice-looking autograph card. It's Bronco Nagurski, Red Grange, and Peyton. It looks like almost, I don't know if they're stickers, but they're sticker size. And then the picture of the three of them over to the side with a 959 Beckett grade on that. Well, don't you think that's that's going to break two grand and who knows? Is is it a regular size card? It's a regular size card. Yeah, I don't know where this came from, honestly, huh. but it's very that's cool. A, I mean, Gussie
0: to get three autographs on a regular size card, they, i oh, gosh, I'm
3: gonna... They do that pretty often in the uh, newer products where they they'll have like sticker sizes and they'll have three or even four autographs on a card sometimes. So. That's oh, not okay. that's not really that unusual, and it, the way they're lined up on this, it actually looks very good. It looks like it was made in 2015, and I'm not quite sure what this uh, product was—Super Products or something but it's Beckett authenticated and it's graded so i mean
1: that's a nice card
3: and when you look at Absolutely. like walter payton autographs that came out of the packs in in the late 90s those usually go for by themselves a grand or more yep you know so i don't know i think that's a great card i think it at least has a shot at a couple of grand being a 101 it looks great so that would be an interesting item to see what happened. I have a feeling Scooby might not be getting rid of it, though. <laughs> I bet Scooby's a Bears fan. That's my my guess. <laughs> oh, he says, no, the card is way bigger than normal. Oh, yeah, from the picture, it looks like... Uh, Regular uh, sized. The bar logo in the corner is solid gold. Scooby, there's all kinds <laughs> of stuff he's adding <laughs> on here. Yeah, there, there's... There's also, you know.
1: <laughs> yeah, price keeps going up.
3: Rob just, oh, this is kind of neat. He, he sent a picture. He's got a Graham Elliott signed first pitch card, Wrigley Field first pitch card. That's pretty cool. We'll have to ask Graham Elliott if he has one of oh, those. Oh, for sure. Yeah, that's neat. Very cool. That's, that's nice, Rob. Okay, and next on the line, we have Michael from Chicago. What's new, Michael? What do you have? Hi, Michael. What do you have?
2: I have a baseball that was passed down from my grandfather to my father to myself, and it's signed by Ernie Banks and the rest of the 56 Cubs.
3: The rest of the 56 Cubs. So Ernie, of course, that's an early in his career ball. I'm trying to think if there was some... Not a lot of other good talent that I can think of on that
1: team. Jim Broznan, Mo Drabowski.
3: Yeah, like I say. <laughs>
2: <laughs> um,
3: it's, it's, it's funny that his signature
2: is actually the most, the one that stands out the most. You could easily see it. When the other ones, you could see it, okay, but you can't see it as well as Ernie's.
3: Yeah, what do you think on that? Maybe three, $400 bill for a 56 Cubs baller? Yeah, I
0: mean, depending on how bold the signatures are, if it's on a National League ball and if it's got twenty plus signatures and there, I don't know, is it, could there be another Hall of Famer or something on that
1: Monte team? Monte Irvin was on that team. Monte, Monte Irvin. Irvin was yeah. on
3: it. Yeah, that's oh, that's okay. a Hall yeah. of Famer. So he he's not a. I, you could be talking easily three to five hundred dollars. Yeah. yeah. So that's pretty neat, Michael. It, it, is it something that you're just going to keep in the family since it keeps getting passed down? I mean, it's pretty cool.
0: Yeah,
2: absolutely. I just wanted to uh, see what you guys had to say about it, but I'm definitely going to pass it down. The yeah, the
3: best part about it is it's an early career Ernie Banks signature. Which uh, I wonder how that signature looks compared to some of his later stuff. I, if you if you know how to send a picture, either tweet a picture of it to t crown tom, where you, where with a picture showing the Ernie Banks part of it, or if you can email t crown tom at gmail dot com is my Email, if you can email me a picture of it. I'd like to see that, see how it looks. Absolutely, guys. we will try to do that for you. All right, very good. You know, I I, I don't know. He, he didn't know he was on, and maybe that's because You're right. Lurch didn't welcome him <laughs> in. I don't know. Roy from Indiana is on. What's up, Roy? <laughs> hey, how
2: you doing, Tom?
3: Good. What's new?
2: Uh, just want to say congratulations to Bill on the marriage of his daughter.
0: Yeah,
3: very oh, good. Thank you very much.
2: Yeah, we talked before. i got a couple items that I'm submitting for the upcoming auction. Hey, I forgot. Um, i got a couple pairs of uh, wear and White Sox shoes. One of them belongs to Trace Thompson, the Clay Thompson's brother, when he was with the Sox, Jeff Samarja, when he was with the Sox, and uh, possibly Adam Eaton. I'm not sure on the last pair, but... The other two, I'm pretty positive. Did you
3: pick those up, like, at a White Sox garage sale? I did, Tom. Very good. Yeah, well, that's good. So it would have that paperwork with it? Yes. Yeah. Bill, is that enough paperwork for you guys to, to run it, or are those valuable enough to put in their your auction, you think? Yeah, I think so.
0: I mean, it may be kind of a group of them or something. Yeah. But uh, I think, yeah, there'd be some interest in those. Do they show a lot of wear? Uh, you know they only
2: wore them on the Sunday when they did the special uh, throwback jerseys.
0: Oh, okay. They right.
2: The, they did the throwbacks, so it was only a one day, one day thing. Unless they wore them repeatedly, but it has the number on bottom. Are they the signed? Bottom. No. Are no, they autographed? No autographs on them. What's
3: that? No. Boy, that was too no bad. Autograph. What happened to Clay Thompson blowing yeah. out his ACL in that uh, final you know. game? That was crazy. Yeah, if you think about it, you got Clay Thompson and Durant, Durant. and they both have yep. injuries. That that puts the Warriors in such a weird position. Yeah.
1: But that was a great victory for the Raptors. To oh, bring that yeah. to Toronto and have that championship, yeah. that's pretty special.
3: Kawhi, what a what a move by yeah. Kawhi. He goes there and then wins a title great for them. Leader. That great was something leader. Great leader. And then some of those well, other guys, like. That Siakam is really turning into a star. And how about Van Fleet hitting those shots? <laughs> I had him for like two weeks on my fantasy team because guys were hurt and stuff. Yeah. And it's like, okay, he hits a three once in a while. He came through in the playoffs big time for them. That was a great victory for Yeah, it really was. Even,
2: even Gasol, when he left the, and he left Manchester. Yeah, that was a Cardinals. big
3: pickup for them. He's a he's one of those centers. He He's definitely slowed down. But he can still hurt you, and he's so smart as a player. He's got a good outside shot, so he keeps things loose in the middle, and he's just smart. So, yeah, that that, I, that was an enjoyable team to watch. The Warriors are, are actually yep. always fun to watch the way they can shoot the ball. It's
1: nice to see somebody else get a victory, though, you know. Yeah,
3: I tweeted this week that, you know, there's a lot of people say the best ever this, the best ever that, and most of it's laughable. It's like, come on. But I really, I can't think of any backcourt in the whole time I've been watching the NBA that shoots better than or that shot better than Clay and Steph shoot as a backcourt. That's the best just shooting backcourt. Both those guys from anywhere get rid of it so fast and it's like their range is everywhere. So I mean that that's a great shooting backcourt which is which makes them a fun team to watch. So that's very interesting. Now We've got another caller here. We've got Paul from Lamont. What's up, Paul? Hi. I was just
2: wondering for an investment purpose, which is the best rookie card for Eloy Jimenez to buy?
3: Well, that's a good question. Typically, the Bowman Chrome low-numbered, the first Bowman Chrome autographs. We were talking about him before the show. We yeah. knew he was going to be a big-time hitter. but right. And we knew he had power, like I saw video of him in the minor leagues where he was hitting home runs to all fields. But I didn't sure. know he had what you would call, I guess, light tower power. That's where crazy power. He's hitting these center field home runs that they're like 470. He hit one last
1: night, seemed like off the end of the bat, traveled over 400
3: feet. He, he, like a half swing. And he's so, he seems like he's having so much fun. I mean, it's he's really entertaining, him and Moncada. and now you're going to still have Luis Robert coming up? I mean, yeah. that's what a trio of when talent there. I hear he there. might be
1: as good or better than all of them. I mean, this guy. He's got the oh five-tool talent. Yeah.
3: Now, what I'm looking at here is I want to see what the highest sold card of Eloy. Here's a, here's a couple of them. Okay, okay, the 2017 Eloy Jimenez Blue Refractor Autograph. Sold for six thousand nine hundred fifty two back on march twenty fourth my son's birthday Very Joe's nice. birthday oh my God, yeah, but that one was a black label ten ten, which that's like crazy that's one of the things that, that's why I keep saying, bill, this is something I want to know what you think about this. would this be do you think vintage collectors would be angry with this, or would they like it? I think I think PSA needs to have a red label pristine ten, where it's similar to the Beckett black label where all four are tens and it's a ten ten black label that sets them apart. Bill, do you think like the like the the vintage collectors would be like, Oh man, I'm sending my tens in and trying to get uh, you know, the black label or they'd be like, Oh, come on, I've already got a ten, this is gonna hurt it. What he, just from your instinct, what do you think on that one?
0: Well, I think PSA would, if, if they took this up, that would be a, nothing but a moneymaker for them to get all the resubmissions.
3: For sure it would. So, yeah.
0: You know, to, to get somebody who says, I, I don't see any flaws in this. This could be a quad 10. Yeah. You know.
3: And think of the money some of those vintage cards would go oh, for. absolutely. Oh, my God. And they would compete. <laughs> yeah. You know, better. Better. Well, here's another one, uh, Paul, that, of Eloy, oh. that it's not a, a black label. This one was on May 6th, 2017, Bowman Chrome, uh, refractor numbered to 25, so that must be an orange refractor, BGS 95 with a 10 autograph. Eric? Eric, are you there? What's your estimate on this card? I, oh
2: yeah! we're not playing the estimate yeah. game. I'm not here. The estimate. I'm gonna. Well, if
1: I had to make a guess in the dark, I'm gonna say like 4,500
3: ish. Oh, Vince, Vince said, he's he said in the thing there.
1: I was giving him some symbols, yeah. you know.
3: Disqualified. You're both disqualified. <laughs> but anyway, wow. those would probably be the best ones. You know what I have of Eloy. I think it was Leaf Memories Baseball in 2013 when he was a young Cubs prospect. Yep. I have an autograph oh, wow. numbered to five wow. that I kept because I thought even back then they were saying this guy should be a really good hitter. That's the, That wouldn't be in this price range. But it's a neat card. Yeah. It was pro- it was the first year of cards yeah. for him for
1: baseball. Bowman seems to be the, the card
3: the Bowman know, to go Chrome with. and yep. the low numbered and the Bowmans, yeah, those and then the tops chromes are always good. And then some of the okay. stuff that comes out of some of the high end the the autograph patches from things like Triple Threads and those type sure. products. But all, any oh, of them would be you. good. Pick him up. He's he's looks like he's going to be awesome. Thank you very much. Thanks for the call. We're kind of, we're we're getting time to the end of time again. <laughs> it really does. Now I wanted to talk about the human hairpin, so I'm gonna get this <laughs> in real fast. Okay. I in the Huggins and Scott July auction, there's a lot of eleven PSA graded sovereign back cards, T two oh six cards, uh one, there's a John McGraw two, Huey Jennings two, and Addie Joss two. Addie Joss. This is interesting. was nicknamed the human hairpin. He died in 1911 at the age of 31 of tuberculosis meningitis. His career career ERA, 1.89, second lowest in history. Ed Walsh was number one at 1.82, a White Sox player. He worked as a sports writer from 1906 until his death. Wow. Isn't that something? So what would his career numbers have been? (laughs) I didn't even. I never realized How many that about did him. Seasons he play? Did he? You know, it was significant? something like eight, okay, nine, so something not like, like just that. Just one or two seasons. No, it was to have uh, that. from. Yeah. Let's see. Yeah, yeah, I think it was eight or nine seasons. Yeah, cool. So very good. Awesome. All right. Well, we're at, we're at the end of another show. Don't forget. Now next week we're going to have Graham Elliot as a guest. The whole show. So make sure you tune in for that. In addition to being a celebrity chef, he's a big time vintage collector, and I think he'll be willing to take calls. It'll, It'll be, be interesting to see how yep. he does and which ended higher, <laughs> Eric. I don't know. <laughs> so I'm Tom Morgan. I'm at Triple Crown in Naperville six days a week. Vince Clementi with ERC Delivery, ercdelivery.com, and Bill Huggins at Huggins and Scott Auctions. Eric Ostrowski, another good job. Thanks for listening, everybody. Have a great week and happy Father's
0: Day.